Welcome to Guitar Knobs, the guitars, gear, noise, and nonsense podcast hosted today by these knobs. Jeff Fisher. Into the mic. You're not throat singing. (laughs) Jeff Fisher. Jay Donovan. Aaron Cook. And me, Todd Novak. Hey. 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 Hey, everybody. Welcome. We are excited to be in front of your ears again. Um, and we've got a, uh, a podcast Actually, for you, an episode. I what? think we're getting deep in their ears, right? I am. <laughs> yeah. I don't <laughs> Anyways. <clears throat> so sorry. So anyways. Hey, yeah. New episode. Lots going on in our music worlds, uh, this week. Um, I hope there is for everybody who's listening. And love to hear from you guys. Uh, thank you for your comments and everything, and keep them coming. A um, oh, couple things of news um, that, beside from like, hey, what's going on individually, um, I just wanted to share out that we've had um, uh, quite a few recent schedulings with some really exciting guests. I'm, I'm. I can't wait for these interviews. I think yeah, they're going to be our awesome. Sh- our show's about to get real legit. Yeah. Real legit. Yeah. Legitter. Legitter. Yeah. <laughs> like, Legitter. Like, yeah, like, like gold ring legit. <laughs> I don't know what that means. What the? Just clear my throat, baby. Thanks, man. Um, so anyways, yes, that's good for those who are listening because we have excellent interviews coming up um, from uh, some, some, I think, some very important people out in our field and uh um intriguing if nothing else so uh been busy trying to lock those up super exciting got some new gear this week um that's also exciting um does that mean Jeff, you're going first yeah no. you might as well bust yeah, out on what you go got first yeah, yeah. You i, never I, I don't go first, first though you, know, the, I, you said you got new stuff so let's hear what right. you got it's like the perfect segue yeah i guess so it really is yeah. Hey Todd, what's new in your music world this <laughs> this time around? Nothing. <laughs> no, sure. <laughs> uh, so let's see. Familiar. Lots going on. Um, I got a show tomorrow, so I'm kind of gearing up for that. And uh, hmm. I just got a rattlesnake cable, which I'm super excited about. Um, and uh, we'll be talking about that in length and in in an episode coming up. Foreshadowing. Um, and man, I, pu- I got the box and I pulled it out and I was like, holy mackerel, that- <laughs> man, we're like 30 seconds in there. We already got, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So yeah, I whipped it out and man, the thing is fantastic. The it snake is, you whipped out the, yes. the rattlesnake. Well, it's a rattlesnake. Yes. Yeah. It's a cable. It's a guitar cable. And is that what we're calling it? Yes. Yes. That's okay. what, that, technically that's what they are. This thing was so well constructed. I was really the really tip is blown pretty away. cool. Yes. It's yes. Got a nice just tip. keeps going. Just tip. Well, actually, the rest of the cable was nice too. And it's, it's got a yeah, nice sheathing. It's, it's, it's on wrapped it. in something nice. Right? Yeah. It's very unique. You pull it out, and it's like instantly, you're like, this is substantial. i'm I'm actually trying really hard to be straight here which is not usually what i'm doing um not being straight yeah okay anyways okay let me anything wrong with that let me tell you about the dang cable all right um so i got it uh the 15 foot cable 
Um, it's the sage. It is the, I believe <laughs> it's called the snake head. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it's got of course gold. It That's right. It's got gold connectors, and uh, uh, those were upgraded from the the, the stock, the standard. And um, it's got this really fantastic, like indestructible mesh around it. And it's weird, you know. I thought I had a nice cable before, and it was you know I had a monster cable. And I was like, yeah, okay, this you know good cable, respectable, good cable. Um, and then. <laughs> You know, it comes in this uh, like special bag. It's sack. very old westy. Comes in a <laughs> stop it and and stopped. and you and man, it's like heavy. It's like this is legit. This is gonna do some damage to some ears. It's awesome. Yeah, I wrap my hand around the sheath of the cable. Yep, and it just felt nice, it, didn't it? It felt really good. Yeah, I was impressed by the impressive. Cons- by the quality Most of the sheathing. <laughs> Anyways, okay. So, plugged it in, and I mean, naturally, it sounds really fantastic. What I do uh, intend on doing is some kind of a, an audio test between the two cables that I have. Um, I, you know, I don't know. I haven't looked to see how much information is out there yet, but. Um, you know, if, if there's any actual technical information, I know that there's been a few, um, Jay, minister of information is looking this up real quick. Jay, can you go back, uh, really quick to your initial search? Um, he's looking up rattlesnake cables and I know that on, uh, on YouTube, there is a, a really good, um, uh, video by Just Nick Music. That's Just Nick Music, all one word. That guy's got some, he's got a really great channel. He goes in depth, an explanation of loads and loads of gear, lessons. Um, highly recommend checking out his channel. And um, he does a really good job of, of explaining the difference. Like, so what is a good cable? And he features the rattlesnake uh, cable from Rattlesnake. And he's wearing it on his head. And uh, his he's neck. got he's got yeah he's got two of them on there, um, product placement. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, I we'll we'll talk about this in an upcoming episode, but I will touch on it. Like I, I you know I've seen a lot of action uh, from this company on Instagram, and decided to uh, find out what what the hubbub was all about, and I was like really genuinely like impressed yeah, correct so. me if i'm wrong that's how you also came across um uh, our our friend scott at uh string joy right on the instagrams yep yep so you spend a lot of time on instagram uh well naturally yeah i mean that's where a lot of i would say that's probably where 80 percent of my guitar information is coming from nowadays interesting yeah i mean it's it's kind of weird pictures well, it's pictures, but also videos, and you know, have you? Seen, you should use it. Yeah, I know what Instagram I know. is. I'm pulling. <laughs> you know what the internet is? That's all the kids are using it these days. Yeah. Anyways, awesome company, RattlesnakeCables.com. Um, we will be talking yeah. about this uh, in, a, in an upcoming episode. More to come. Um, yeah, single builder out of Montana. That's awesome. That's a story right there. 
Aaron, what's going on with you, man? Uh, one of the things I came across this week and, and did a little uh, investigation was the Fender Mod Shop. Have you guys seen this? Mm-hmm. No, I have not. So Fender Mod Shop is basically um, build your own Fender, custom custom built. Naturally, it's, it's a little bit like Warmoth mm-hmm. where you can select different components and things like that. Um, so yeah, I built myself <clears throat> one of everything: a Tele, Stratty, P bass, Stratty, Jazz bass, oh, a Jazzy. That's not precision and Jazzy. Yeah. So uh, you know, it's, it was just kind of curious, like how this. Uh, that looks like a used music store right there. <laughs> Looking at <laughs> yeah, yeah. all the. I mean, you know, because the black and white Stratocaster. Yeah, right? it's like, hundred of them in yeah. every music store. So yeah, I, you know, it's. I, I just wanted to really compare. Like how how so far is that, you, could go with you the think that, that is worth uh, us doing uh, each of our own builds or was it very in depth? You know, it, it's I don't know if I was just more let down because I Warmoth gives you a lot more customization options. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's not much here as far as modification. Uh, so yeah, I mean it's aside from the, color, you know, color, color, yes. fingerboard. You got two necks, maple or rosewood. I mean, it's basically all their standard stuff. Yeah, yeah, just a hodgepodge that you can just kind of throw Which in a pot. Which is cool. Yeah. That you can modify your, you know, before you buy it. Absolutely. But, you know, the, the other downfall of this is that, you know, you're not getting out of here without spending at least I mean, are $1,500. You, mm. so. It almost seems like, I, like each one of those things, like uh, Jeff was just clicking around on the colors. And there's not that many colors. And there's not that many pick guard options and you know or, yeah. or scratch plate options if you're international um it just seems like hey whatever one you pick we've already built it and we're gonna send you a skew for it yeah and who knows i mean this thing is is brand new so i don't know if they'll extend the offering you know as, as time goes on um, so note to fender make it more intensive yeah yeah and note to uh warmest make it less janky <laughs> it's an awesome experience yeah, but yeah. see the whole guitar like finished. let's see yeah neck on the guitar yeah yeah they they have the bar is set right there but the bar is a little dusty yeah i mean give us give us these we want to play with those things and then share them yeah and if anybody by the way if anybody has a, another experience that we haven't uncovered uh as far as modding or um you know faux building online it's a pretty fun thing to do to pass the time um, and um, gives you good ideas for your for your own equipment. So if anybody else has any other ones that they are using, we'd love to hear from you um, on any of our uh, channels. So hit us up. Yeah. Dude, this is awesome. I actually <laughs> like this thing. I have you been listening? What have you guys been talking about? I've been building a base, a base with this thing. red base. Yeah, but you just built like any base that you can get at Guitar Center right now. Whatever. Good job. It was fun. Good job. You were just excited because you, you could get anything, a short-scale base. See, that's what they should offer, a short-scale version. Right. That would be nice. No. Yeah, that's not a Jaguar. Jay is really tall, but he's got very short arms. <laughs> like so a, it's, a it's T-Rex. Hard to pull his pants he up. is a T-Rex. T-Rex. <laughs> I don't know if the no, like like he's doing it now. More like an ape. <laughs> no, I'm actually the opposite. My arms are kind of long. Yeah, you're a knuckle dragger. My, my legs. Are <laughs> <laughs> I'm a knuckle dragger. <laughs> you're really deep. Uh, hey, Jay, what do you go? What, what's going on with you, man? So, 
nothing really has happened to me specifically since the last time we were talking, but I have been following this news story about Led Zeppelin um, and the, you know, that they were uh, maybe stole the lick from Stairway to Heaven. And this is relevant, right? Because sure. every guitar shop you've ever gone into, you hear this, yeah. just like they, in Wayne's Or the world. famous yeah, no the sign, yeah. you know, the no, no, yeah. no playing it. But you hear it a lot, or at every, you know, like I was saying earlier, my high school, the Catholic school dances would play this song every, you know, you, you know this song. Everyone knows this. So anyway, the fact that today they announced that they, that the jury, like, said they didn't steal this lick from Taurus or whoever the, Taurus, yeah. Yeah. So they're off the hook. And, uh. That's no good. I can't imagine. There's no way that they would vote for just the 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 publishing monies and all the legality behind that would be so great. Oh, it would so be conspiracy. impossible. You're thinking, you're like, Whether they did or not, there's no way in hell that they would overturn that. Not in a million years. And they're, I mean, it's they're darlings of of rock and roll. Like, they, it can't. You can't. You know, can't do it. Mount Rushmore has been made. You can't change <laughs> the face anymore. Right. Um, I don't know what that means, but I just think it's kind of weird. I just that pictured a Led Zeppelin. Jimmy Mount Page Rushmore. looks a lot oh, like Carl Lagerfeld these days. <laughs> <laughs> I love Page. I mean, actually, he looks like Steven Seagal in this picture. Uh, yeah. A little bit. The younger and thinner. Robert Plant looks kind of like Mount Rushmore. Steven Seagal. Like a like one of the heads, <laughs> like the, cra- the craggy faces. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's got he's got so much character in his face. It's crazy. It's cool. I like those guys. I would like to. Well, I'd like to hang out with them a little bit. Totally. Yeah. Um, met Robert Plant one time. I'll tell you about that some other time. All right, that's a story it's for another time. Story. How long yeah. does it take? We got some time to waste. But yeah, you want to hear it? Like to hear it? Let's do it. Just give us it's a, a quick one. Oh, yeah, here's a quick one. All right. Notes. All right. Here we go. I need to like, stretch before I do this. Okay. So back in the '90s, uh, there was a Page Plant show, mm-hmm. and they, they, they did the tour, and they had a, they the Egyptian jo- orchestra and everything, and they had you know they had John Paul Jones and everything cool. there too, cool. um, and John Bonham was on the drums. Or you mean? I, I mean, sorry. <laughs> like, 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 please explain that. Uh, yeah, his son was on the drums. Jeez. And um, it, so I saw it in California, uh, where I used to live, out in, in Irvine. And it's an amphitheater. Running the backside of the amphitheater is, is a curb. Okay. I was standing on the curb, dead center field. I was the farthest away of anybody in the entire show from the actual show. Okay, but these and they're heroes, and and I it didn't matter how far away I was. I was like I was there, and and it was an incredible show. And finally, getting to hear all these things live, you know, from you know, it was just it was it's amazing when you when you're able to be in the presence of of like either greatness or things that you find um, you know heroic. It, it's it's uh, changing. It'll change you. Anyways, next day, up in Hollywood, walking around with my girlfriend at the time, and we went into like one of these import shops, and it was like candles and all that crap. And I'm sitting there going, oh. I look out the window, and I'm like, what? Wait, wait, what? 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 And I said, I'll be right back. And I walked outside. And I went and stood and looked inside the window. 
You know, so I'm standing outside looking into the window. And I turned to the person to the right of me. I said, Robert Plant? And he says, hi, how are you? And I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, he straightened, he was bent over looking in the window and, and he stood up and I, I mean, you know, I felt like I know he wasn't nine feet tall, but he looked like he was nine feet tall. <laughs> the sun was shining like behind his golden locks. It's like the shirt was white open. Comes like over I'm telling you, like, it was it. just like, like that. And he and he extends his hand, and I'm sitting there shaking Robert Plant's hand, and I and I, it absolutely surreal. <laughs> and I just said, "Thank you so much." Just thank you so much. And 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 he's shaking and nodding and they smile and. I said, I was at the show last night, and uh, just thank you. I just kept kept saying (laughs) thank thank you. you. I didn't know, you know, what do you say when you when you encounter it? It's like that's more than I could muster. Would you like to come over? It was incredible, and and he was so gracious, and and he shook my hand, and we said a couple other things I don't remember because I was just like dumbstruck, right? And. And he says, well, that I better be off now. Struck, and he together. shut it. And, and <laughs> when he says, well, I better be off now. And, and the he horse just, came in. He <laughs> just started walking down the street, started walking down Melrose. People are passing him nothing. No, I, and, I'm, and I'm standing there, and I just watched him walk away, like literally off into the sunset. And I turned back, and everybody in the shop's face was like slammed up against the window. Are you sure you didn't hallucinate? Yeah, it I sounds like 100%. Drugs. I can, you know, I can give you a number to call to corroborate the story. Anyways. If you can get him on the show, we'll believe you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Plant, if you are listening out there, I know that you can corroborate this, so please call me. <laughs> I'm your biggest fan. Anyways, you have yeah, my number. It was... I mean, what do you say? It's just, that's the best. It's the best. There's nobody. There's nobody bigger. There's the, yeah, the, 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 I mean, maybe Keith. Tough. Maybe Keith. Oh, we should do an episode of famous people that you've met damn that's done well you're already done yeah i done did it but I've anyways i've got one that's my stories got i've got zero okay ah jeff yeah what's going on man give us some news business uh news business is pretty lame for me i was on vacation for a week Where'd sitting you go? on the beach sitting on the beach which is uh it's a great mind opener right because you got nothing else to do but sit there and watch Walking the waves down the beaches Walking staring the beach. at the peaches what <laughs> what is that i don't know that's fantastic that one i don't know that one okay so spending all this alone time because everyone else was playing in the sun and i was burnt to crisp so i was sitting out were you really sun. yeah it was great oh man and i'm like i gotta start writing words mm. Ooh. Busting out the lyrics. And I've never spent time or effort trying to do this before. So one time, maybe. You are spare with your words. Yeah, very. So I decided to try to write something every day while I was there. That's awesome. Which was good. Which was super hard. Super hard. So my goal was to try to continue to write things. And they're just, if it's just a phrase or a word that inspires something. And and it's interesting because I've never really tried to attempt it before so how many days ago was that mm, was I, I got back on saturday so what three days four days five days seven days what's what is today <laughs> it doesn't what matter nobody today? knows what this is, is it matters not okay <laughs> so, 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 
So you've had like five days doing this. So has it become harder or easier as you've it's, been doing it? Uh, I mean, it's hard to remember to do it because you're not, I'm not always constantly trying to think about it. It's just yeah. it's like, oh crap, I forgot to do it. Ah, uh, got nothing or something. So today actually was the best day and it was Have at work. Life? Yeah, no. No. Oh. Where three things just hit me like dun, 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 one right after the other, which was really interesting. That's cool. And I get, they're just small phrases that just popped in. What, and What caused it in retrospect, do you think? What do you think? It, like I have no idea. Boredom. It might be. Boredom. Oh, just that your mind doesn't have to focus on something for five minutes and something just triggers that. I've always been fascinated by this idea of people saying that songs just pop into their mind or they hear them. And mm -hmm. I've never had that, that problem, which I wish it was a, a problem I had. It's not a problem. It's a gift. It is. I, somehow, like that channeling idea, mm -hmm. I, I don't know how it happens. And I wish it did happen to me, but it doesn't. So for me, it's work almost to... You're not, you're not alone though i don't think, oh, i don't think, I don't so think it for a lot of songwriters it just doesn't no uh, happen it does occasionally so it's effort and time most thinking time about it, it most of the time it is effort so that's my goal is to try to apply effort it's just so easy <laughs> so simple <laughs> but even if you do come up with something then it, you know if that does come easy, it's usually, okay, wait, how do I refine this and not just right. go, oh, well, look at that. Mm. Or you get like a hundred ideas and they all suck. Well, except for like two. You yeah. know? So maybe you're just like filtering ahead of time. But I bet uh, like any, any writer worth their salt. Well, okay. So Jay, you are an actual writer by trade, but any songwriter worth their salt. You, I mean, we know they've got, there's stories and stories about like, pages yeah, of stuff now on the flip side there's also loads of stories um of this is how it was written straight out you know like, those are magic right songs. Yeah. five minutes done I yeah. that's 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 gotta be pretty rare though i mean there's i, there's I think i don't think it's as rare as you think i, no, think I that, know there's there's definitely some artists that i know that can just they'll write an album in like a day. Yeah. I mean, just a, an album's worth of like lyrical content and things like that. And it's like, how the hell do you do that? Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. And, and the same people will also be able, like spend months recording it, you know? So yes. I, I don't know. That, I don't <clears throat> think it's such a black and white thing. I think you, you know, many I, ways up the hill. Yeah. I mean, I know that I've experienced like, total spontaneous your shower sessions yeah my, my shower <laughs> sessions dude i'm telling you man the yeah, shower no, is magical no I, I i second that um oh you like to shower too with you like, well, my shower yeah. <laughs> you use his razor. anyways <laughs> but like on, and there's other times where i'm just like i i'm completely drawing a blank like yeah. i can't get out of the you know the the little rut i'm in yeah usually i have to be in some sort of mental state you know that's that's not your just typical ap apathetic living your daily grind sort of thing you know it's just like i ha usually it's like i have to be alone it has to be dark i need like all the other stimuli no, i'm not even that like all the other stimuli really need to just kind of go, go away, away. Hmm. Like blackness you know what I, I think i have my greatest mental abilities for something like that is when i'm mowing the lawn mm, that's hey no lawn joke, mowing. man. Lawn mowing is therapeutic. You're like, I agree. You're sitting there mowing it, 
there's this big loud noise, this like white noise. I don't care about the lawn. Every time I do it, it's different. I never, I don't have one system. I just kind of like sit there and. <laughs> Jay, you miss half the lawn today. That's how you can write, so you write songs <laughs> while you're mowing the lawn. So you think like a deprivation chamber. <laughs> isolation, like uh, yeah, float in a liquid isolation yes. chamber. Nothing but blackness. No sound. Nothing. Yeah. So when you when you guys are in the but shower, but there's olfactory stuff to that. There's olfactory stuff to that. It's not just like I'm mowing the lawn. It's like okay, I've got a constant drone of some sort. Yeah. I'm experiencing all kinds of s- different smells. Yeah, smell. I'm hearing different things. I'm. I'm feeling different things. I've got sun or wind. It's like there's all these different things coming coming at you that wasn't happening when you're just like sitting there on a chair with a guitar going, hmm, you know. When am I go right? Yeah. Because you're focused too hard on it. But are you guys hearing hard on it? Thought, no. Are you hearing words? No. Or are you hearing melodies? Or are you hearing <clears throat> what do you guys hear when you do these things? In the in the past, I've I've heard melodies, I've heard lyrics and melodies. Yeah. I've just thought of phrases or specific words that I like. You immediately go into like a, like oh I like the word appetite, and then do you immediately go into like some melody with appetite? No, nope, nope. Not not you just like the not word. Generally, as a rule, I mean, there's for me at least how I write lyrics uh in vocal melodies is actually lyrics usually have to come first that sort of sets some kind of rhythm to the melody and then you know working within the key and that uh mel- or the rhythm what's ever happening musically underneath kind of helps get that that the the pitch so the set. the words or the phrase actually creates its own rhythm yeah that you try to yeah i'd, I'd echo that i think that happens a lot Especially if it, for me, I think it comes with some, uh, a phrase that's, that kind of kicks off a, a, a mental story that just, yep. you know, go, you know, yep. um, I was actually story yet. most I'm recently for a story to hit. That's like the well, next. Well, let me share time. this. And I think we, I think I mentioned this before, but actually I mentioned it in rotation. Um, our music event that we hold every, every uh, month. Uh, and what it, I was uh, inspired by the, I mentioned this last time, the Eagles, E-A-G-U-L-L-S. Um, there was a story about how he was coming up with uh, the, the lyrics to the la- to his last album. And um, I, I, was, I was just, you know, I guess inspired by like, well, okay, that's a good way to put it down. He didn't sit down and say, what great song can I come up with? You know, he's like, hey, there's a scenario. I want to I talk about it. And it seems so simple when you when you say it like that but if you're challenging yourself with mm, i'm gonna write a song or i feel like i need to i feel like something's in there it's got to come out nine times out of ten you you like over ice the cake you know what i mean and it's like it it it, it forced me to think simpler about how to approach that and that's what i've been trying to do when you when you say a scenario what is what did he imply what so is, there's a song that's Man, I love this song. It's called Amber Veins. And anybody who's listening out there who has not heard of the Eagles, E-A-G-U-L-L-S, uh, they've, uh, I, think there's, I think it was their debut album. Uh, there's a song on there called Amber Veins, and that's the one that I'm referencing. And he was just saying how 
uh, he lived in a he lived in an area where he saw this activity at this house. Um, I'm giving you the short version, and he said it was it became odder and odder, and it turned out that the reason it was becoming odder and odder is because all those people that were interacting with the house were actually heroin addicts, thus amber veins, mm. and just telling the story about what he was seeing what he was okay. seeing so, so it wasn't like some big giant elaborate yeah. um existential idea of drug addiction yeah, it's just, just like it's i'm just looking out my window and that's what i saw and a banging song came out of that i was like there's a lot of that okay that i, I gotta hold that up heroin just, a lot of heroin but also just a lot of this is what i see and i'm commenting on what i see that makes a song yeah yeah but more but most time if you it takes discipline to 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 back out of that start simple and to mm-hmm. get more complex yeah. i mean that it's it sounds stupid but it's a hard thing to do um yeah anyways cool thanks for sharing yeah. fa all right we here we go all right main topic everybody uh clear your throat <clears throat> me 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 that's gonna be awful for anybody driving listening to this or worse with the head ear, earbuds um so we have our main topic, which is what's the best deal we ever got um, on a piece of equipment? And by best deal, I don't necessarily mean, you know, um, it was, you know, 10% off. Like what, what was the, I got 10% whether off. Whether that was a trade or whether that was like, um, I don't know, whatever other, we, we don't share these with each other before we come in, by the way. We, I, I set a topic and then um, we share out. And so it's always kind of fun to hear what, what each other's going to say. So, Aaron. Yeah. You're up. All right. Hit us. So Hit me. This is a story. Tell us. This is a story of, <laughs> of, me, of me purchasing my pedal steel guitar. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So if you... If you is know, it the kind with the, like the pedal steel, not a lap steel, right? It's not a lap steel. It's I, I'm talking, it's got three foot pedals and then four knee levers. So and we talked about this in episode... Pedals are three feet long? Episode one or two? One? Yeah, everyone one go back two? to listen to one and or two, two. And you'll learn all about the pedal steel. <laughs> um. Thanks, Jeff. Now what? I'm completely sidetracked. <laughs> you went yeah, to buy a pedal steel guitar. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I had sold a bunch of gear because I knew that I wanted to get a pedal steel. So it's not like you can just go to your guitar center or your music around or any kind of local music store and, ex- and expect to find a pedal steel for sale on the showroom floor. It just, unless you're in Nashville, it's not going to happen. Which they have pedal steels are us. Well, actually, Which is a great no. Story. There's shut up, but there are. <laughs> from what I understand, there are some nice um, pedal steel shops in uh, in Nashville. But so, you know, really, I had to just start looking online. And if you if you've ever shopped for a pedal steel, um, which I'm not expecting a whole lot of people have, you know those those things can go north of you know 1500 easily i mean a lot of them are you're gonna I, start you're gonna say, start that's really low i thought you're you gonna, gonna say like 3000 you're gonna well that's the majority of them are in the 3000 range is starting you know some of the, your your old show buds and some of the more popular brands um the gold plated one 
what? The gold plate at Pedal Steels. Like three, four grand, right? Just let him hang on that for a second. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so anyways, uh, yeah, I mean, it's like I did, a, I did a lot of research and, it's, and uh, I ultimately came upon this forum, which is called the Steel Guitar Forum. Which is an awesome uh, online community for theft. <laughs> We're going to derail everything you say. Everything you say. Crying out loud. Let the guy finish. That one was funny, though. <laughs> Anyways. All right. We'll be quiet for a total of yeah. three minutes. <laughs> so, yeah. We love you, Aaron. Uh, I, and, and because, you know, these, uh, these stores are not very, uh, you know, they're not on every single corner. It's nice to have this, uh, shut the f- front door. <laughs> We're Keep trying going. to be good. I, I, <laughs> I really, I, yeah, I started visiting this forum every day and just reading about what people are doing, whether it was, you know, what songs that they're playing, looks that they came up with. You know, I was just starting to absorb everything. But one of the big places that I uh, started to frequent was the actual trading wall or the for sale wall. <laughs> I can't take it down. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel like we're in the back of a church. <laughs> yeah, and don't laugh. You can't laugh because... Oh, my God. It's been a bad Holy By the way, I'm not, I'm not Let's editing. I'm not editing any of this. All three of us are literally crying right now. No, for no reason. No reason at all. Yeah, because you, you guys are trying to be quiet and you can't. All right, we're okay. done. We're done. Let's go. Continue on. So yeah, so the pedal steels for sale section of the steel guitar forum. I started, you know, searching every single day and. Um, you know, <clears throat> quite honestly, a lot of people that are selling these things are nowhere near Ohio. So um, I kept checking. That's you know, got to be expensive to ship, though, right? Yes. I mean, because, you know, like the, the one that I got, which is actually a single neck, um, which, you know, most of them are double, or I would say probably a good majority are double necked. Um, my single neck, I think that thing weighs around 50 pounds in the case. Um, so yeah, I mean, if you're thinking about shipping that, have fun cause you're going to be paying some money. So, and yeah. that was one of the things I was worried about. I was like, how am I going to find a, a reasonable pedal steel? And that, you know, when I tack on the shipping costs, it's not going to seriously break the bank. So lo and behold, I came across this gentleman in the Eastern half of Ohio. I'm like, Oh, this is fantastic. And what he was doing was selling a, a student model, and um, he was asking about he was asking nine hundred for it. Um, and basically, long story short, is uh, I got him down to eight hundred because I'm like, hey, I live in Ohio too. Let's meet halfway. You don't have to worry about shipping this thing. We'll just you know I give you the money, you give me the uh, the thing, and done deal. So. I got it uh, around 800 So, you know, pretty nice um, student model. 
um, that I just, you know. How much would that have been like if you just went to try to buy it? So like, if I would have gone to a ma- manufacturer and asked <clears throat> for them to build me one, uh, it would have been 1200 bucks. So, so, you know, there's a nice to little. To build you one? They would actually they yeah, I mean, have to build you one? Yeah, because I mean, it's, 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 it's not like that they're, it's not like Fender that's not sitting around everywhere. Cranking out, you know, model after model after model. It's it's not a high volume sort yeah, of thing. True. So, um, yeah. So, what yeah, color is it? It's black. I mean, it's it's nothing special to look at, but it, you know, it's it. I'm breaking into the world of steel guitar, pedal steel guitar, and that's all I need. So, yeah. it's, it it's not. Super I'm really flashy. surprised by that. Actually, <clears throat> not that uh, not necessarily the deal or the price or anything, but I mean, based on the kind of stuff that you have played historically, yes, it's it's quite the departure. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what happened. Um, uh, this is you're coming from like a spunk, uh, <laughs> spunk, oh man, spunky man, spa punk background, spa punk, spunky, <laughs> ska, ska. I'm lightheaded from laughing. Well, so I'm yeah, ska, ska punk background to like, oh, I'm gonna go pedal steel. Like, well, I, what? I, I can't say that that's my background because I mean, it's like before my old ska band. Uh, you know, I was in sort of a funk band. Uh, I sat in like on a coffee shop band before i uh something a little more eclectic with my first band in high school is we were weird musically um what does that mean does let's it, call it let's call the it band progressive. Name? progressive we were weird that would be a great band we were weird. yeah yeah so i mean so, it's okay like, so it, anyways you're, you you know you're experimental that's cool <laughs> that sounds <laughs> bad so what do strings cost for that thing because there's like 500 strings on there right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a piano no, I mean, do you just buy regular strings, or do you have to get pedal the, steel strings? They make pedal steel sets okay. of strings, ah. and I mean, it's it's mine is a ten string uh, pedal steel, and uh, the strings aren't all that much. Yeah, hmm. so so you got a bunch of little finger picks and junk. I have, yeah, I have a thumb pick, and then uh, a bunch of different um, finger metal finger picks that I, that I sort of cycle through. I've always been curious to play one of those. I Good think luck, it'd be bro. Super fun, but it would it's sound like awful <laughs> if I did. It's it's not easy. I tried it for a minute and like oh, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. you got to move your knees and your feet and your hands. And... Whoa, this is like playing the drums with strings. That's uh, basically like that. yeah. You got you got your slide in your left hand. You got your picks. You know your finger picking with your right. You got between at least on my model. You have. So around my left leg, I have a knee lever to my left, mm-hmm. a knee lever to my right, and then same thing over. On what my do right the knee leg. levers do? Uh, just depends on which one it is. Okay, what does the left one do? <laughs> it's like a like a B bender on a Telecaster or a G bender. Yeah, I mean, so basically, the, the all the pedals, the three pedals, the four knee levers will certain strings will raise or lower. Oh, so pitch bending. Yeah, it's it's okay. all pitch bending. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. So look, uh, yeah, don't don't look at this lap steel stuff, Jay. No, I was looking for Rob, just Robert uh, Randolph. Robert Randolph. He's like the governor when it comes to that. To yeah. Pedal. Okay. Well, I mean, in that in his genre, he's like he's not like typical country. Right. Yeah. He's, he's just like crazy. Yeah. He's out there. Yeah, I, it. I've seen some of his some of his live stuff. Yeah. So, anyways, back to the the whole country thing. I just I started to fall. I've anytime I've heard. Uh, a pedal steel being played in the past it's like that thing is just freaking gorgeous mm-hmm. 
one day I'm going to play one, I think. So, and then it just happened. I, I really got into like old country music about a couple years That's ago. That's good stuff, man. Well, yeah, I mean, it's... New, new, I'm not down with new stuff, but... No, no, me neither. Um, except for Sturgill Simpson, if you guys are not familiar with him. He's awesome. It's my uh, opinion. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I just, you know, I fell in love with the old sad country tunes, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do it. This is... Willie's Roadhouse on Sirius. Yeah. I'm like, the time is now. I'm going to buy the pedal steel. That's so, cool. Lo and behold. That's cool. You should the, bring it in. It's like the new emo, right? <laughs> Classic country. The new emo state where it's dark and brooding. And, yeah. Mm. Are you making this up? No, I think it, I think we're starting that genre. Yeah. Emo country. Emo country slide. I don't know. Let's do it. Dude, that's great. So I'm glad you saved a bunch of money on that deal. We yeah. are all happy. Yeah. And thanks for enduring our dumbness our shenanigans our our schoolboy dude i have to childish. i have to do that every day i yeah it's true yes but do. that's why you're here you're you are our foil all right jay boy hit us so <laughs> every yeah. i just <laughs> found my stolen guitar on the internet so, no did what? i ever tell you guys about the ebo is that the one you lot got stolen in new york no Oh. Man, you, all your no. equipment got stolen. I uh, know. What's like, wrong with you? I loan it to Gotta lock those doors, no. man. Did I ever talk about the EBO before? Oh. Well, that was a great deal. <laughs> I never talked about the deal I got for it. 60 bucks. <laughs> 60 bucks. Now, yeah? Yep, that's it. That's, <laughs> that's the greatest deal I ever got. What's it worth? Maybe 100 <laughs> you dingus it was maybe not, the, <laughs> well hey he saved 40 percent. i only well, saved 25 is that the one with the that's like true. the that's not a curbo the mute that is i think i just found my stolen base i'm like looking up pictures of a 67 ebo and it this looks like <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that'd be hilarious because the paint was all jacked up actually the paint's got some serious checking. That's like fake check. That's got to be fake. Somebody oh, had 67, though. stripped off the paint and <clears throat> painted it with spray paint, the body. Is that, so now, that's is that why road worn or is that relic? That mm, one that is road worn. That's a 67. Well, not if it was stripped and repainted. That one's not stripped and repainted. Well, that's what you just said. Oh, it's both. My, the one oh, I have. Oh, the so one the, I'm, I'm one using one my finger for podcasting to illustrate <laughs> with the, the image at which I'm looking at. But the thing sounded horrible. It was a terrible... It, it, it was not the EB3, which had the... It only had the one pickup. So it was like, blah. Yeah. And so at that time, I was trying to be all like technical and, you know... Yeah. Like, this is not... That's why I loaned it to somebody are, and they left it in their car and it got stolen on campus. Are, do you play with a pick or are you... Fingering? Both. Oh, you, what do you prefer? Yeah. Depends. Okay. <laughs> How's that for an answer? Like, Glad we narrowed that down. <laughs> Any, anything else you'd like to marginally weigh in? Now here's the question: on? Do you play a pick on your upright? No, that's a silly question. No, but I was, I, that is a silly question. I know that's an interesting idea. I'm sure someone's tried it. Yeah, it, I couldn't imagine it being effective mm. at all. Here's the thing: I've only had like three bases, so like, really. Mm-hmm. I haven't had that many. Your next great deal is going to be the guitar that you're trying to purchase right now, which is a short scale Mustang. The bass. Yes. Bass guitar. Some some week I will find that. Right. I think yeah, that's kind of like, yeah, I'm an actor. I'm mostly a waiter. 
<laughs> you know, but I, I, I want to be I, an I actor. I, I'm trying. I'm trying to be an actor. Yeah, it's like me saying I'm a producer. Yeah, maybe I Jeff will buy that. one and then I can borrow I, it. From I would him. love that. Might work. Oh, you would. I love definitely to. want a short scale bass. I want to try one. So you buy it, then I'll borrow it from you. Why? What's a why? Why short scale bass? Because it hurts my. Hand. We already talked you about don't, this. You don't have tiny arms. Why do you need well, yes, have tiny fingers? Bass. And they're very weak. Yeah, but <laughs> like my pe- that, that. Yeah, I mean that one's not bad. It's more around the that the width or the that the width, the width of the nut. Not the width, not the width, the thickness. the thickness. Okay. And then the thickness with my hand extended like this, mm-hmm. I get the old tendonitis. Stuff. Yeah, I, I hear you. Mm-hmm. And at first thing, you guys are weak. We are weak. <laughs> we are weak. If you play it upright for like yeah. one year, you'll yeah. be able to crush somebody's skull yeah, with your hand that like it's a melon. Hand. All right, maybe you should give me your stand up. Popeye. Give me your stand up. All right. That'll be fun trade. Yeah, I, we could trade. We could do that. That'll be hard. You won't be able to work. But we're going to get come into work, and you'll like, you know, your hands, fingers will be bleeding, and your arm will be useless. Uh, yeah, sounds great. Yeah. All right, but that's why. That'll be fun. Cafe. Yes. What you got? All right. So I'm going to. I have to deviate a little bit off topic, but still, it's in the same vein. <sighs> still in the same vein. Studio monitors. Well, he didn't say Steve Vai, so that's good. Okay, go I've ahead. never said Steve Vai in any episode. <laughs> I think you always say it for some reason. I'm not quite sure why. Because you, you loaned s- me a Steve Vai DD one, DVD Because well, it was phenomenal. <laughs> you, I mean, you should have said no right away. I just, you just say no. I'm trying to be nice. Okay, go ahead. Studio monitors. So, I'm also a avid high-end audio guy. So yeah, we were talking about that in the last oh, yeah? podcast yeah. episode. We gave you major you, props. Dude. We gave you props. Good, yeah. Good. See, when you're not here, I get all the. We, we, we're really nice, nice to you. That's, that is, <laughs> that's special. That's special. Yeah. Um, so, vintage high end audio is something that has crept up over the years, where all these old speakers, people are seeking them out because they think they are so much better. In certain situations, they are. It's like the damn people that love analog. It's not always the answer. It's not always the answer. That was boisterous on your... I'm mad as hell. You should be. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But the vintage speaker world prices have escalated to the roof in certain instances. Just because of demand? Yeah, because you can't buy them anymore and you can't find them anymore because a lot of them just get tossed out in certain instances or they're just so old and like the... The cone and you have is to like brittle. re, uh, what would you call them? Recone him or recone him? Yeah, and re, um, yeah. So people just throw them away a lot of the times, or they don't know what they are or yeah, what they really have. Yeah, and they get rid of them. So what's what's so what's so special about those though? Do you you're shaking your head? No, I'm shaking my head at what the minister of information just pulled up. That is, is awful. Put that away. <laughs> that is terrible. Okay, back to your yeah, story, Hefe. Uh, what makes them great is basically the is the quality of construction, okay, and the tolerances that were applied from way back when is kind of like the old industrial age mentality of make overbuild everything, mm-hmm. and as parts got cheaper and things got cheaper, that went to the wayside. So you know, speakers 
are super cheap anymore. This is where you had real men with horn-rimmed real glasses men. and a purpose-making stuff. Yes. Handcrafted to a certain degree. With lab coats. The machines. Yeah. No, yeah. they had lab coats for sure. Definitely had lab coats. <laughs> they were actual engineers. Yeah, and they went home to a turkey dinner every night. <laughs> turkey dinner. <laughs> with corn. So. <laughs> this, this is great. There was a set of speakers, actually, that were... I was not living in this town at the time um, that one of my buddies said, hey, you should jump on these speakers. These are, it's a good entry into vintage audio. I'm like, all right. And it's called an, an Altec um, Model 19. Of Altec Lansing? Altec Lansing. Mm-hmm. If you want to look that up, Model 19. 400 bucks, which that's a lot of money, right? To me, and it is. For and, and it's a single speaker unit, or it's no, a pair of stereo. Them? Stereo. So those things are that, they're about looks cheap for that. Right that those look really expensive. Nineteen ninety nine. That's awesome. So uh, yeah, they're about three feet tall, two feet wide, about one hundred and twenty five pounds a piece. Ooh. So that's like wow. what seventy nine eighty. Uh, I can't remember the year on mine. They made them from like I think early 70s up into the 80s yeah okay and they actually look really cool so they were official studio monitors i don't know if oh they weren't they weren't like home audio then um they were they are called studio monitors because let's keep it in certain studios use them but actually Mm -hmm. the other altec model is what became the basis for almost all recording studios back in the 70s i see 60s and 70s which is a it's a coaxial single driver coaxial, um, of course. Which if you can find those, those are even worth more money. If you can find them in old studios and whatnot, yeah. Um, but so the escalation of price is like the benefit of this. So four hundred bucks in, and if you can find some on eBay, twelve to six hundred dollars. So. Wow. That's a pretty good investment. That's a good investment. Yeah. Well, still and they're cool looking, too. Oh, yeah. Sitting in the basement. I don't recall ever seeing those. They were sitting right next to you. They're just <laughs> You were black. sitting on it. They had the big black covers on front of them. Two of them sitting there. Well, maybe that's why. You got to yeah. take the covers off. These The ones that were the ones that the yeah. Minister of Information keeps on looking at are uh, don't have a front grill on them. That, and that's what's the cool part. Yeah. They're, they're not the front nice. grill, but the lack of. I keep it I on know. just for protection for the driver because then you puncture the driver, then it's like, yeah, shit. You don't want a bunch of little speakers Where out there. Where are you going to find? Don't want to puncture that driver. <laughs> that's all right. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, man. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. That's cool. Um, Those are neato. Um, are you sure you still have those? I'm pretty positive I do. <laughs> yes, I do. All right. My my uh, other monitors were sitting on top of them. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. How much did you spend for those other monitors? I uh, can't remember. They're, they're PreSonus. Those things must sound Dual. amazing. Just looking at them, it looks like they sound amazing. I can't remember. Give me ballpark. You have to know some. I think they're like 700 bucks. Okay. For half. A quarter of the size. <laughs> now, it's crazy. It's have weird. You, have you AB'd them at all? Oh, yeah. What do you like better? Those by far. The Altex. Yeah. Yeah. So Interesting. 
the other set of the custom built ones I have, which I call the biggies, when I talk to you about, hey, you should come over and mix on the biggies. Well, are not no, these, but these are another ones that you can listen to. The biggies to. are amazing. I remember that one day we uh, decided to skip work out on lunch. We did? Yeah. Okay. I know. It's out there. The cat's out of the bag. But we, we got some Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> And then we went to your place and we, we jammed. Did that. Little, I did that too. Yeah. We jammed. You heard the biggies. We jammed a little bit. The and then then you showed me your hi fi system, which are the biggies. Yeah. Those it, are huge. And uh, but it, They're about the same size. When they, a little bit taller. And when you say custom, you made those. Yeah. 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 I mean, they're simplistic ones. Or I not. just, but I want to clarify that for everyone out there. And the the skills that you had that we alluded to last time, but I mean, it's like it was amazing <laughs> how tuned that was because there was like one certain spot on on the couch at that spot or uh, at your old place that it just sounded freaking amazing, and you could totally tell the difference when you scooted over six inches to a foot. I mean, it was a completely different experience. Yeah. What song? Just out of curiosity, what song did did you? No, play? it was, no, it, was yeah. a bunch. it wasn't Steve Vai. No, I know, but but it's our, it our, our pick. Would you pick? Didn't no, you say I, what I do you mean, want to hear? Was, no, I, mean, I think we just ran through the typical. Yeah, like, here's the top ten. I always yeah introduce right. everyone to, and I don't remember yeah. what it was. Can you build me some studio monitors? Yes. Dude, so I had him play "Shine on You Crazy Diamond," and I oh. like dang near cried. It was a that's yeah I know amazing. I mean it. it people out there like yeah whatever okay his speaker sounded good like it was like incredible <laughs> that's fantastic we just pulled up a really sweet image of steve I. holding um, a we gotta trouble we need we need to share that we need, <laughs> let's that we need what to share that, that on the on the on the on the group and on the, on the twitter that's, that's, that's uh, steve so I is gonna come after us you I guys know. He and he's like a he's kung fu. But I said he's Robert like a kung Plant fu looks artist, like dude. Mount Rushmore and a magician. If we could get him on the show with Robert Plant, that'd be good. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool, man. Hey, Todd. Hey, what's up? Tell us about your fantastic. Well, meal. if you're going to twist my arm. Uh, um, okay, so uh, eighty ninety. No, it was nine. I think. Yeah, about about nineteen ninety, I guess. Um, I was, so I transitioned out of a, um, an old Fender, um, and I can't, I'm trying to remember the model number, but it was one where they tried to make it like an Ibanez and it didn't succeed. It was like so you're talking, wire. you're talking guitar. Yeah. 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 Okay. And, um, uh, I really wanted a Les Paul, like it really, really bad. And obviously, Les Pauls like are expensive. American Les Pauls are, are just they cost money. And as a youngling, I wasn't made of that said money. Um, and well, you know, this is before you know you money can go existed. on a Craigslist and oh. Instagram. You bartered for things, reverb yeah. and crate and everything else. So I'm looking, looking in the newspaper, selling your body. And uh, I was gonna say, it's yeah. like. <laughs> Goods and services, I, and Todd offered services. Yeah, I didn't know what I was doing. Fuck, I was young and I needed the money. <laughs> they took advantage of me. Um, anyway, so I'm thumbing through the paper and I found this dude uh, who was selling a Les, a, a Les Paul studio. And 
I went down to check it out and I walked in and this poor guy, you know, who was clearly a rocker at one time had like two babies hanging off one, le- you know, like one leg and the, you know, a little apartment and a playpen and all this stuff. And, and I could just see his face set everything like he was looking at his former self in the doorway and just completely disgusted with himself. <laughs> he it was a, it was sad. I felt ba- I actually felt bad buying the guitar because I clearly this was like his thing, right? He had already offered up. Clearly, he had nothing left. And uh, I got a, a 1984 uh, Gibson Les Paul Studio. Uh, wine like the wine color stain um, with uh, the Grover tuners on it and but aside from that I mean it was totally stock with the the hard case the matching hard case I walked away from that uh, handing him three hundred dollars oh you're a a monster I get the trophy you are a monster do you still have that guitar I don't Hmm. and Part of me kicks myself, but part of me doesn't. I'll tell you what. Uh, we, I think when we first started, we kind of touched on this, but I wanted to keep it for sentimental reasons, but as I was learning and growing, I managed to jack that guitar up plenty um, through trial and error, mostly error. And at one point, I just said, you know what? The sentimental value isn't worth the value that I can trade this for and get something to start a new memory with. So that's what I did. And that's when I got my sweet telly. Um, yeah, but you know, another, another time, another day, maybe I'll, I'll snag another one. Um, and I think I did, I think I mentioned this before, but the funny thing is, uh, one of my friends had the, um, the corresponding serial number to mine. And oh, I remember that. Mm. Yeah, and it's worth bringing up again just because, like, when does that ever happen in the whole world? Ever, never. That's when. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, 300 bucks, got a sweet, and it was in great shape, you know, when I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Not when I let go of it. Um, so, how, how long did you have it? Oh, I had that for almost 20 years. Yeah. Um, I finally parted ways with that about two year, two or three, two, three years ago. Um, that was a hard one to let go of. I, you know, and and you always hear people like never let your gear go or never let your first guitar. And I was like, I want to adhere to that, but I had my time with it. It's time to let somebody else have time. Yeah. And, uh, Mm -hmm. anyways, but yeah, that was a smoking deal. Um, and it wasn't, um, yeah, it had the old Alnico pickups in it and everything. And it wasn't like burst buckers or, you know, the stuff that's in it now. So it was good. It felt good. It was good playing guitar. Rocked the crap out of that thing. Um, anyways, we wish you guys were here with, with us in the room because then we could hear your stories. That's and, the only bad thing about this. you guys this. could like, see this awesome we, picture of Steve I. Yeah. Eventually. <laughs> we share our stories, but it's... Uh, yeah, no one to share. It'd be their way story. more fun if there was yeah, way more people in the room sharing their stories. Sharing is caring. Yeah. Social media. Yeah, like, try that, that, everybody. Um, Please. So, all right, let's get to our top four as we are running tight on the time. And 
our top four this day is Aaron, you picked it. Tell us what it is. It's Alex Lifeson from Rush. Oh, no, no, man. The, the, the theme, son. Line, man. The, the what theme. is the theme? Oh. <laughs> Alex oh. <laughs> Old man analog to sleep with the wind. I want to belt this out. It's the most underrated guitarists. In, can we? And you're picking Alex, Alex Lifeson first. Wait, wait, really? wait, let's define what does underrated how is, mean. How is he underrated? What He's, does it mean? What does underrated talks about him? Underrated. Uh, well, just because they're talking about Getty? Okay, so, yeah, yeah, okay. Jeff, Jeff, no. Jeff has the floor. He's going to filibuster. What? No, I want to define what underrated means. Underrated could be a couple things. It's most overlooked it's overlooked in what way like they're like for how they're part of a famous band and they don't get any they credit or they're unknown and they're phenomenal that or, too i mean it, it which it, way which way does it go it can be all it can, yeah it could be okay or it's like even there are many ways up the hill even when who is it would say who often is it rolling stone that always has like their top guitars of the year mm. articles and then it's like right. i just for example i remember there's like jack white was ahead of jean for and i about what flipped my lid yeah no, no disrespect to jack white but yeah but that's a i mean come on so that's kind of the idea of what is the criteria for that because you could look at it like most underrated as contributions or as skillfulness or technical feasibility like what is what is the criteria for all of it whatever you want it to be jeff what's underrated mean to you like people you don't like so okay the cat's out of the bag on mine right alex uh, Lifeson. who is it alex lifeson from okay. rush shut up jay what was yours it was going to be Alex Lifeson. Now I got to think of somebody else real fast. I got to back up. All right. Yeah, I mean, it's like when you're you, looking at the internet, you're just you hear, looking at what it tells you to say. When you hear people talk about like great guitars, mm-hmm. you know, the name doesn't come up. It doesn't come up. And it should because the guy is brilliant. And yeah, just. I would put well, him on okay, my top so, 10 so list tell me why. Too. Tell me why. What? Why he's brilliant? Tell me why you think he's brilliant. And why? And why you think he's you try underrated. playing guitar in a band with that Eddie, was very aggressive. Lee and Neil Pert. No, I mean it's like yeah, you're obviously two guys that get talked about a lot when it comes to their specific craft. Getty Lee and Neil Pert, right? right? Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I mean it's like hanging hanging with that crowd, and mm-hmm. then doing actually contributing something to the music. I mean that's that's what he does. I you know it's like he's technically he's a, a very solid player, but I mean it's like his it's like the layer that he adds to Rush's music in the overall sound. I mean no one else I don't think could get in there and do the same thing. Hmm. That is curious. You're not even listening. I'm totally listening, 100%. I'm sitting right here. Why would you think I'm not listening? This is why we do this, man. Yeah. I just That was a surprising pick for me because, like, he's kind of a giant in the guitar world. But I guess not some people. That's where it goes to, like, subjective, amazing guitar player. Like, change the face of guitar? No. Right? Like, he doesn't get put up to that level. Like... Paradigm right. shift of guitar playing. Right. Which is 
you know, completely different than what you're talking about, which is just an amazing player contributing to the band, the songs, making amazing music. Well, it's more than songs. It's actually the, the rush sound. Yeah, exactly. Right? Creating the sound. Yeah. So if we're going to go by that scenario. That was my interpretation of underrated. That's fine. Okay. Can it do it? Go. Does go. It have to go, Jeff. John Paul Jones. Go? Which is what? which is fair. Which is fair. He's a bass player, but yeah. if you look he at He actually wrote most of that stuff. I know. Does he get credit okay. for it? No. Mm-hmm. Now you just Who do they you talk about? He had that ridiculous <laughs> Christmas tree ball costume on. That's that That's ruined why. it for him, dude. <laughs> Dude, he's a great piano player, too. So yeah, yeah was, he is. Yeah. There was an interesting article I found on him. It's the 20 things you didn't know John Paul Jones did. Yeah, enlighten. I'm not going to read all 20. Well, just but the highlights. Like, it's phenomenal all the other things he did outside of Led Zeppelin. Yeah, a lot. But that doesn't make it, that doesn't I, count. That's, what do you mean it doesn't count? It doesn't count. That doesn't, that doesn't make him a underrated guitarist. It makes him a swell guy. <laughs> John Paul Jones is real neat. Yeah. Uh, neat I'm not talking guy. about charity. Okay. I'm talking yeah. about creative endeavors in okay. the music business. Give us three. Things he's contributed to Fun over his Jeff. years of doing bass. God. Okay. Do it. Hold Give on. Three. Hold on. Dead air. I know. <laughs> Played in an R&B band. You're singling oh, that man. one out. <laughs> ah. <laughs> the leader of the band was John McLaughlin. Oh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Is that Sarah's husband? I think so. Dad. Who's Sarah? Really? <laughs> oh. <laughs> really? <laughs> he arranged music for Jimmy Page's Lone Solo Yardbird studio album. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Recorded with Jeff Beck multiple times. Yep. Uh-huh. Boo. Snoozing over here. <laughs> Created the string arrangement for the Rolling Stones. She's a rainbow. Oh, okay. Hmm. 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 I mean, but I would expect somebody of that stature. Usually, those people are meddling around in other people's yeah, yards. That's the whole point. Like, he doesn't get credit for any of that stuff. You don't hear his name thrown out like of all these other things that he's done to contribute to the music. In general, yeah. So he was like Zeppelin. He was like Prince's protege or mentor, or the trailblazer. So Prince is kind of like the same way, right? Mm, Well, Prince is famous for what, like, as a lone artist. Well, as an artist, but as a guitarist, dude was off the charts. Oh, I see. You read the articles on the internet. You read the the internet. (laughs) Oh man, yeah, that really when torched. he passed, that was <laughs> the first I got into Prince's guitar playing. Thanks, man. You are brutal. Uh, <laughs> uh, and it's right. always me. You notice that, right, Jay? Yeah. Yeah. Why is he, you're like the? the step well, I guy. said specifically last time I wanted to sit across from him because it's it, it's more fun, so I can play off of what his nonverbal behaviors are doing. Hey, Jay, what do you got? I'm going to say Johnny Marr. You guys are all picking, like, how is that the underrated guitar? He, yeah. What? Because you don't think of him, like, when I think of Guitar God, that's Uh, not the first person that comes to mind for me. Are you thinking of Guitar God? Like, when I think of, like, 
somebody that D- don't get me wrong i am a massive johnny marr fan but his innovation I, was maybe not in like technical playing as much i think as like just yeah okay being creative subjective go ahead so that's just all right hmm see the subjective conversations are so much fun kind of just like this is like the that or jerry reed he's another one that no one talks about enough if you want to go down the country path danny gatton which Mm. no one probably even heard of right say vernon reed jerry reed oh you know know, no that was in that was was stay out of that (laughs) stay out of there um interesting so let's so let's hear your you hear your like pearl in the <laughs> Joey Santiago. Who's that for from the Pixies? The Pixies. Mm. Uh, seriously, he, he, he thought of the loud <laughs> soft what? thing. Yeah, I mean that guy's color over solid. Wait, no. Look, here's what I'm gonna say. What? Okay. He's in the Pixies, like the greatest, the the seminal indie band of all time. I thought you were gonna. But you guys didn't. <laughs> so um That's so obvious. Yeah, I mean if you if you peeled if you peeled his his layer off of the Pixies, I mean it's like, oh man. That the color that he that he brings is so unconventional. Um and I think he's he's kind of one of those people that like who else sounds like Joey Santiago? Everyone. You, you, you are, be, because he like <laughs> Because he like stole, <laughs> which I am not a fan anyway. So like I'm, no, I'm. I say that with you on that, but kiddingly because you know, yeah, th- they've admitted that the Pixies were a big. Influence. Oh yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. Anyway, well, it's I, interesting. I, just, I mean, like Frank Black, like his solo stuff misses something. Oh yeah, misses a big time. I mean, and then on the flip side, if you took. Are you questioning Frank yes Black. or are you saying no? I, what? Well, no. I, 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 are you saying yes, it's missing something or no, it's not? It's he's funny. saying it is missing oh, something because okay. Joey's not there. Right. I say the same, the same thing it. couldn't be said for like James Eha, uh, yes. you know, up against Billy. It's like, man, there's just something that's not, you know, that's not there. Or, or is he straddling up against, up against Slash? It's like when you have somebody that, if you turned out all of the other tracks and Joey Santiago was playing by himself, it was like, what would that actually be like? Would it be worth listening to? I'm not saying it isn't. I'm saying that his what he has figured out how to do is is so perfectly singular to um, that Pixie sound that. It, but but when you think of Pixies, I mean, you think of you think of Frank Black. I mean, yeah, right, immediately, right. So that's why. I think it's a good pick, Todd. Thanks, Aaron. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, I'm a fan. Because he kind of does yeah. the same thing that Alex, Alex Lifeson does. Yeah, I mean, he, def- he, defines, he defines something. He defines it without, being it without it being definitive. Ooh. Whoa. You know what I mean? God, so like, that's deep. Here, here's, here's my thing on Johnny Marr. I love Johnny Marr's playing. Johnny Marr launched a thousand Whatever. and one guitar players for sure. Because his his sound was so recognizable and so um, uh, so perfect for that particular time, and you could easily pull him out of anything, which P 
people have and placed him in other things. And anything he's put into sounds like Johnny Marr. Uh, you, you know, uh, uh, when when he was working with Modest Mouse, it's like, man, you can totally hear him in that. And almost to the point where it ceases to become, you know, I think other people are, are, vic- yeah. are, are su- suspect to that too. Sorry, this is a side topic and this could be one for future, but um, influential guitar players who have borderline ruined other projects. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so like Dave Navarro and, or, or like, That's a yeah, good one. I, I won't even get into it because it, it's not necessarily a positive. I, I don't feel like I'm being positive, but yeah, I know I should say, I love Dave Navarro by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Just get him on the show. Yeah. I would I love, love that. Call him up. Call him up. Uh, anyways. Dave, all right. Come on our show. Aaron, those your your catcher's mitt headphones are framing your head beautifully. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Well, that's it for these knobs. Please join us on Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash guitar knobs to share your cool guitar stuff and thoughts on our episodes. We're on Twitter.com forward slash guitar underscore knobs and also on Instagram at guitar knobs. If you'd like to buy one of our Guitar Knob t-shirts, come visit us at our website, guitarknobs.podbean.com.